on the road again. If you've got undergrowth in your water, I don't enjoy that. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today, I'm still in vacation mode, even though I'm not on vacation, even though I haven't been on vacation for a while. But as I record this, it's August, and I'm used to going on vacation in August, thanks to my dad. Now, I've talked about vacations before. I always seem to talk about vacations in the summer because summer is vacation time for me. Thanks again, dad. I've learned over the years you don't have to take your vacation in the summertime, but I still tend to. I at least take a week off in the summer, usually, and one of the things that I love to do is go to the beach. And thankfully, Mrs. GamerDude likes to go to the beach too, so we have great beach vacations, and we love to find new beaches and go hang out on the beach. That's what we do. As you might be able to tell, I'm building up to something. We're talking about beaches today. I know, big surprise. I have talked about beaches before. Back in Season 2, we did an episode about beaches, and I've talked about vacations before, quite often as a matter of fact. But that's because I think vacations are super important, and I think you need to take vacations and do things that you like to do. And so I'm bringing back beaches as a topic because I wanted to talk to you and give you some stories about some of my favorite beaches. Now, since I'm not getting to the beach this year, I'm going to have to bring the beach to the podcast. Through Mr. Agador's magic, he's going to take us to the beach. So let's go. Ah, yes. The sound of the ocean, the sound of the seagulls, the sound of the breeze, the warmth of the sun, the feeling of sand between your toes. I know some people don't like the sand. I don't mind the sand. The sand is part of the fun of the beach. Making sand castles, digging your toes into the sand. Okay, yeah, walking across hot sand is not my favorite thing in the world to do. But it's all part of the experience. White sandy beaches, beautiful blue water, the warmth of the sun... The scent of the sea air. Oh man, it's such a great way to spend a vacation. Going to the beach every day, hanging out in the sun, reading a book, crashing the waves, body surfing, whatever you want to do. To me, the beach is just so relaxing. I enjoy it. I just unwind. No matter which beach town I'm going to, as you drive closer to the beach, as you get closer to the town, that smell of the salt air, the scent of the ocean... As it fills your senses as you get closer. Oh man, it's like my brain automatically starts going, Vacation time! I just so look forward to going to the beach. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not ruling out other vacations. There are other vacations I've taken. There are other vacations I do want to take. But for me, the ultimate relaxation, the ultimate disconnect, the ultimate getting away from it all, means get to the beach. Now, of course, that goes back to my childhood. How much of our stuff in our adult lives goes back to what we did as kids? It's either because we did it as kids, our parents introduced it to us, our parents made us do it, which was the case with the beach. I've told you, Dad said, we're going to the beach. And that's what we did. And I remember as a kid, oh, God, the beach again? I remember feeling that a few times, and it would be two weeks for us at the beach. It would be two straight weeks. And when you're 8, 9, 10 years old, sometimes you want to do different things. Going to the beach every day, not always the most fun, most entertaining thing in the world. 
But don't forget, I grew up in a time before the internet, before electronics, before kids got a chance to voice their opinions on where vacation was going to be. So when dad said, we're going to the beach, we went to the beach and we dealt with it. That's the way it was. And so when we went to the beach, we had to find ways to entertain ourselves. My dad's entertainment was sitting on the beach, reading his book, going for a swim a couple of times during the course of the day, and not do anything else. But for us kids sitting on a beach for eight hours, or four hours in the morning and then four hours in the afternoon, depending on how dad broke up the day, we had to find ways to entertain ourselves. And so we did. We learned how to build sandcastles. Like, it's really complicated. But that's what we did. We learned. Okay, if I add just the right amount of water to this amount of sand, we can make a very sturdy structure. Yeah, there's a science to it, I know. We buried each other in the sand. We'd throw frisbees on the beach. And of course, we'd lie in the blanket and read our books. We'd chase the seagulls sometimes. We did whatever we could do to keep ourselves busy because we knew we were on the beach for the day. But one of the things that I discovered was I loved swimming in the ocean. I enjoyed going for a swim. I enjoyed crashing the waves. I enjoyed body surfing. And as it turns out, I would spend two or three hours in the water all morning or all afternoon or both. Now, I know people who go to the beach and never set foot in the water. I'm not one of those people. I spend a lot of time in the water. Even as an adult, I still do the same things that I did when I was a kid. I'll dive into the water. I'll go swimming for a little bit. I like to ride the waves. I like to jump the waves. When I was a little kid, I would find the spot right where the waves would break, and I'd let them break on me, or I'd try to crash through them, or I'd roll with them as they rolled up the beach. That was fun to me. Yeah, I'd come up with a bathing suit full of sand, but it was fun. And I remember playing games in my mind, crashing the waves like I was some ship going out to sea, or crashing the waves on some kind of dramatic rescue mission. I don't remember who I was rescuing. It was just something that I had to do. Ten-year-old me, crashing the waves. And then as I got older and more sure of myself in the water, I would go out to past where the breakers were, and I'd find the sandbar that was just the right height so that I could launch myself and ride the waves in. Oh, man, body surfing was so much fun when I learned how to do it. For me, it's so enjoyable to stand out there, get the right height wave. And in Virginia, which is where we were vacationing, it was three or four feet tall. But to a little kid, that's huge. But you're waiting for the right height wave. And then you launch yourself as the wave gets to you. You start kicking, you start swimming, and you dive into that wave. You put your head down and you ride that to the shore. Boy, that is such a fun experience for me. And if you ride it right, Oh, you crash onto the shore with the wave, and you just kind of wind up sprawled on the beach. I know, that doesn't sound like fun to everybody. To this day, I still do that, and Mrs. Gamerdude looks at me as I wash up on the beach and just kind of shakes her head and goes, Okay. I sometimes think she's rethinking that whole marriage thing. I picked this guy. But I love that. I love doing that. And I'll do that for hours. To this day, I do that for hours. That's fun to me. But I learned to do that, and I learned to enjoy that when I was 10, 11, 12 years old. Now, that was the beach on Assateague Island that I learned to do all that. The waves don't get huge there, three or four feet tops. And the rides you get when you're body surfing in that kind of surf, they're not really long. When you're 12 years old, they feel really long. But you might be riding it for eight seconds. But it was fun. It was fun. And it's that kind of fun that's kind of baked into my head. That's the kind of fun that I want to have when I go to a beach. So for me, a good beach has to have surf. It has to have surf that I can run into, that I can crash, that I can splash about in, and that I can ride the waves in on. That, to me, is a fun beach. Now, I've been down to Assateague as an adult, and it still has great surf. 
I mean, it's not the pipeline like in Hawaii. It's not the same kind of surf you get in California where the surfers are. But it's decent enough surf to get some good body surfing rides and to splash around and to crash the waves. It's a nice amount of surf. So every beach that I look for, every beach that I go to, every beach that I try to take a vacation on, I like it to have surf. I'm not upset if it doesn't, but I prefer it to have surf. I like the waves, what can I tell you? Because I like the waves, every time we go to a beach these days, and really in the past 10 or 20 years, whenever I've looked for vacation places on the beach, I either like to go to a place that I know has waves, or I'm hopeful that this new place that we're going to does have waves. I can still find things to do and still enjoy a beach if there's no waves, but I much prefer the waves. So I've been to beaches in New Jersey. I've talked about them before. I've been to Wildwood, New Jersey, which has great surf. It has a nice wide beach, so there's plenty of room for you to find a campsite where you're away from people. It has a mostly shallow beach going out so that you can walk out 50 or 100 yards without being over your head. It has some great sandbars so you can launch yourself to do some body surfing. Wildwood, New Jersey is a really good beach in New Jersey. There are lots of beaches in New Jersey. I haven't been to all of them. As I've talked about in other episodes, the Jersey Shore is an expensive place to go to the beach. You can go to the beach for vacation. You can find an expensive hotel or an expensive beach house to rent. Or you can go for the day. But one of the things they do in New Jersey that drives me crazy is they charge you to go on the beach. Every town has its own little beach pass thing. So if you go during the high season, which is usually between Memorial Day and Labor Day, if you want to go swimming, you have to pay for a pass. I hate that. Beaches are free, damn it. Except in New Jersey. It can be 6 bucks, 10 bucks, 12 bucks, depending on what town you're in, depending on what day you're on. I hate paying for the beach. One of the many downsides to the Jersey Shore. But I have vacationed in places where you have to buy the beach pass. I've been to Point Pleasant, New Jersey. You have to buy a beach pass there. The surf there is okay. Now, that's my recollection of the surf before Superstorm Sandy. Now, Superstorm Sandy happened in 2012. I haven't actually been to the Jersey Shore since 2012. I much prefer going to other beaches in other states. They're cheaper, warmer, nicer to get to. But I have been to these beaches on the Jersey Shore, so I don't want to not mention them. My recollection of Point Pleasant is it's decent surf, but the problem with the beach, at least before Sandy, was that it was a very deep drop-off. Wildwood is kind of shallow, so you can walk out kind of far. Point Pleasant, not so much. You can go at about 20 feet, and then, oh, it starts getting deep really quick. So, yeah, they have surf, but you don't get to crash it the way I like to crash it. You don't get to ride it the way I like to ride it. I've been to Lavalette, need a beach pass there. Lavalette, New Jersey, also has some nice surf, better than Point Pleasant. The beach is more shallow, so you can walk further out. And Lavalette is nice, but, you know, you have to pay for a beach pass. But Lavalette was nice. I've been to Seaside Heights, decent beach. Same problems, though. You're still paying for a beach pass. And while the surf is good, the beach is not shallow. It drops off relatively quickly. I like a beach where there's an area where you can wade, where you can work your way in, where you can walk out 50, 60 yards. It just has a better feel to me. So that's the problems that I have with a lot of the Jersey beaches, is they drop off too quickly. It's also colder in New Jersey. I talked about that back in Season 2. The water temperature of the ocean in New Jersey, even in the height of the summer, is usually around 75 degrees. Sometimes a little lower, sometimes a little higher. But 75 degrees, it's warm enough. It's pleasant enough. But I noticed a huge difference when we vacationed in Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. The water temperature is 10 degrees warmer there. 
And it is so much nicer to be hanging out in the ocean in 80 to 85 degree temperature than 70 to 75 degree temperature. I mentioned Myrtle Beach because it's one of my favorite beaches. First of all, it's free. But secondly, it's not too deep. You have some room to wade. You have some room to crash the waves. And you can walk out a bit, enjoy the waves without getting swept under. No big riptides. Great places to do some body surfing if you want to. Nice white sand. Plenty of parking. Myrtle Beach is a really nice place to go to the beach. One of the things that we liked about Myrtle Beach when we were there, we were renting a condo not on the beach, so we actually had to drive to the beach, but there was plenty of parking. But we also noticed that a lot of the people who didn't have houses right on the beach had golf carts. And we discovered there's a whole industry down there for the people who live close to the beach. I call them golf carts, but in Myrtle Beach, they're beach carts. People buy golf carts just so they can get to the beach. They don't go golfing. The traffic is so low volume that it makes nothing but perfect sense to have a little golf cart to get you to the beach. How cool would that be? Have a house down there? Pop into your golf cart? Drive five minutes to the beach? I love that whole concept. I think that's awesome. Being able to have a golf cart just to hop into and get to the beach. That's like the ultimate relaxation lifestyle. Ah, just taking the golf cart to the beach today. I would love that. One of my other favorite beaches is Ocean City, Maryland. We've been down there a number of times. I like Ocean City, Maryland for a lot of reasons. First of all, it checks all my boxes. Free beach, wide beach, shallow water, plenty of surf. I love the waves in Ocean City. Now, Ocean City, they have a lot of beach there. There's North Ocean City, which is more family-friendly. It's not right near the boardwalk. The boardwalk is at the southern end of Ocean City. The streets are numbered there. First Street, Second Street, all the way up to the 130s or 140s, somewhere in that range. So anything below, I believe it's 60th Street, that's more of the party area. That's where the boardwalk is. Anything north of 60th Street, it's much more family friendly. But all of the beaches are nice down there. Very, very wide, so there's plenty of room to find a place to sit. The beach itself, relatively shallow. You can walk out there 50 yards and maybe be up to your waist. The waves aren't crashing on your head at that point. You can enjoy the water without getting swept away. And it's got some nice sandbars, so if you go out deep enough, you can find some great places to do some body surfing, get some really decent rides that way. Yeah, Ocean City, great beach. I really love Ocean City. Now, I've talked about some of the other beaches we've been to. I talked about Cedar Key in Florida. I talked about Clearwater. I've talked about the Florida Keys. Cedar Key was a nice beach. Clearwater was a nice beach. The problem with those beaches for me, no surf. I mean, during a storm, they get surf. But the reason is, it's the Gulf of Mexico. Anything on the Gulf Coast, they don't have the same kind of surf as you get on the Atlantic Coast. I've spent many days on the Gulf Coast beaches. They are beautiful beaches. They're great to sit on. They're great to sun yourself. They're great to dip in the water and get cooled off. They're great to watch the sunset over the Gulf. The sand is nice. It's clean. It's pleasant. It has everything you could want in a beach, except for the surf. There's just not a lot of surf there because it's the Gulf. One of my favorite Gulf Coast beaches is in Treasure Island, Florida. First of all, I love Treasure Island because it's called Treasure Island and they have a pirate as a mascot. I mean, how do you not love a town called Treasure Island? But I also love the beach there. Nice white sand, nice shallow beach. You can walk out 50, 60, 70 yards. You're fine out there. And you're not going to get crashed on by the waves because while there are some waves, you might get two foot swells on a heavy surf day. But a lot of times when I've looked at the Gulf Coast, and especially in Treasure Island, the water just had ripples. There weren't any waves. So that's the only downside to the Gulf Coast beaches for me. 
I've also been fortunate enough in my life to get to the Virgin Islands twice. And I loved the Virgin Islands. They were great. But the beaches in the Virgin Islands have the same problems for me as the beaches on the Gulf Coast. There's not a lot of surf. The water's beautiful. It's that sapphire blue that you see on the picture postcards. It's always warm. The sand is always soft. The beaches are beautiful, to a point. The problem with the Virgin Islands is that they don't have surf. Yes, during a storm you're going to have surf. But you're not going to the beach to hang out on the beach in a storm. You're going out to the beach to have a good time on the beach. And for me, the good time requires surf. Now, there are a couple beaches on St. Croix that do have surf. It's not a lot of surf, but it's some, and that makes the beaches enjoyable. But there was this one beach in St. Croix that the beach was beautiful, but when you walked into the water, the beach under the water was all covered with seaweed growing right there, which is what seaweed does. But it grows there because there's no surf. The crashing waves that you get along the Atlantic coast don't let things like seaweed grow right there on the shore. In St. Croix, a lot of the beaches have this seaweed that make it kind of weird to walk out into the water. It's not horrible. I mean, it's just plants. But growing up with beaches the way that I did, walking out into the water and having plants crawling up your legs, it's kind of freaky. I didn't enjoy that beach at all. I didn't like the creepy plants. When I go to the beach, I don't want to be wandering through a garden. I just want to go and crash the waves, do some body surfing, and sit on the beach. There was another beach in St. Croix that actually had surf, so there wasn't any of that seaweed growing around. But the beach was much rockier than I'm used to. And so, of course, me with the delicate feet. Well, I don't want to be walking on any rocks. That's not a beach. Yeah, I may be a little bit of a prima donna when it comes to my beaches. Oh no, this is far too rocky. Can't we have something with a little sand? But it was rocky. I didn't like it. And the other reason I didn't like that beach is I actually stepped on a sea urchin at that beach. I was walking along on the rocky surface, put my foot down in a little bit of a hole, and there was a stupid sea urchin in it, and it stung my foot. Yes, I know, I stepped on his home, but it was rather rude to sting my foot. By the way, that hurts like hell. If you've never been stung by a sea urchin, I don't recommend it. But that doesn't change my opinion of the beach. If it's a rocky beach, I don't like it as much as a sandy beach because of my delicate feet. It also makes body surfing much harder because if you're body surfing and you wash up on a sandy beach, it's much more comfortable than if you're body surfing and you wash up on a rocky beach. A lot less scars on the sandy beach. Speaking about washing up on the beach reminds me of the thing at the beach that I have yet to do, but that I really still want to do, and that's surfing. I talked about body surfing. I love to body surf. Body surfing is basically diving into a wave and riding it to the shore. That's the easiest way I can explain it. Surfing is when you have a surfboard and you ride your surfboard and you paddle your surfboard into the wave. You jump up on the surfboard and you ride the surfboard into shore. I fell in love with the idea of surfing when I was a little kid. I saw a movie when I was a kid, whatever afternoon movie I was watching, a movie called The Endless Summer, which I loved, loved that movie. I loved the idea of surfing. I loved the idea of being able to just hop on a wave and ride it to the shore. And The Endless Summer was about these two guys back in 1966, I think it was. They just took a round-the-world trip following the sun and surfing in various beaches throughout the world. I loved that movie. I so wanted to live that life because the surfing looked so cool. The guys who did it were just so laid back. I mean, 60s kind of laid back. But I loved that whole concept. So I started reading about surfing. I watched other surfing movies. And I thought about taking surfing lessons all of my life. 
The problem with surfing on the Atlantic coast, especially in New Jersey, there's not a lot of good surf for surfboards. It's good for body surfing because you dive into the wave and you ride it for a certain amount of time. But the good beaches that you see in movies like The Endless Summer in California and Hawaii, where the waves roll in and you can get a good 30 or 60 second ride off of it, we don't have those beaches in New Jersey. We don't have them on the Atlantic coast for the most part. There's a few here and there, but nothing near me. So when I was a teenager, when I was in my 20s, when I was in my 30s, there was no place that I could go to learn to surf. Now, there's a couple of surf schools that have sprung up in New Jersey over the years, but I've never really had the opportunity to go to any of them and take lessons. Whether it's time, whether it's the demands of the job, demands of the family, money, all of those factors have just prevented me from going to take surfing lessons. I've actually looked up videos online. Oh, well, that looks like something I could do. You know, trying to teach myself surfing virtually. But it's not the same. I know it's not the same. You got to be out there in the ocean with a board catching waves. That's what you do. So surfing is still on my bucket list. I have to find the right beach. I have to find the right amount of time. But one of these days, I'm going to get those surf lessons. I may be the oldest surfer out there, but I'm going to get those surf lessons one of these days. Because to me, that's the ultimate beach activity. Sure, you can jet ski. Sure, you can ride boogie boards. Sure, you can ride those little skimmers along the shore. But the ultimate beach activity is surfing. And for me, a nut who loves the beach, you would think that I'd learn to surf. I haven't yet. But one day, one day it's going to happen. As you can probably tell, I love the beach. I do want to go on vacations to other places. I'd like to try a cabin in the mountains sometimes, just to give it a try. I'd like to go to a lake house sometime, just to give that a try. People love those kind of trips. People like to sit in a mountain cabin, sit by the fire, read their books, sit on a porch, watch nature go by. And I could see myself getting into that. But for me, there's nothing more relaxing, there's nothing more restful, there's nothing more fulfilling than just sitting on the beach, listening to the ocean, staring out at the horizon, and just being there. I can't think of any other place that I've been where I just enjoy just being there. And that's why I love the beach. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending your time with me. I really do appreciate the fact that you do so, and I can't thank you enough for all your support. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.